This is Michael Moore, and you're listening to Rumble. Hi, Michael. Uh, yeah. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> and we're here with uh, Portugal, the man. Let's just get the important questions out of the way first. Which there's there's three uh, here uh, the main three uh, people uh, and I have seen other people uh, play with you. So, yeah. I'm, but you're essentially the origins of the band. It's, it's uh, the OG. Yeah, Zach, Zach and I yeah. started the band. Eric and I have gone to school together since we were six. I play rhythm guitar right. and right. falsetto backup vocals. Okay, yeah. So if you haven't heard of Portugal, the <laughs> man, so <laughs> I just yeah, okay. Uh, so you right. So you play you play rhythm guitar, right? I, we we just we kind of swap around. We, we we try and fill whatever role that we're best really? at. But it's it's fun. Do any of you it's, like who else? Who else uh, uh, is playing multiple instruments? That you know what? I always I wish I could see a band. Where they all take turns playing drums. I wish Jason oh, yeah, would sing yeah, yeah. more. You can do that. Can you guys do that? Yeah, we all in the studio. We do. We don't really live because right. it's uh, basically when we're in the studio, we're like we were talking earlier how it's like it's not very good if everything works or is too good. We think a stage is best built on very very thin ice, mm. and so when we're in the studio, a lot of times we'll have an idea. And we're like, who's closest to that instrument? Who has the idea? Because a lot of times I play bass like a bass player. But John will play it like a guitarist, and so it's way mm. more interesting. And mm. so if we like if we get on things that we're not super comfortable with, a lot of times you end up uh, thinking outside the box because you're not confined to you know knowledge, <laughs> things like that. Ignorance is so, truly bliss. So when you're writing a song, though, I'm guessing this is the case. There are going to be songs that are heavy on the percussion oh, yeah. end of things. Definitely. And and so do you say to yourself, well, I'm not really the drummer. Uh, so can, well, but you know what? I want to, I want to, yeah. I gotta, I have to play on this particular song. Yeah. That's kind of what it, what it's about. It's, uh, sometimes you have Kyle, our keyboard player, play the drums because he's not the greatest drummer. Like sometimes mm -hmm. you need that, that messy feel. Wow. You know, I mean, that's yeah. the cramps. That's caveman. You kind of need a caveman on the drums sometimes. Yeah. And then... I mean, you just pass things around. Yeah. That's the way this band has always been. It has always been whoever's closest to the instrument, give it a yeah. try. And if you have it, you have it. And that's the way we came up. Like, yeah, totally. you know, in your mom's basement, yeah, where sure. I, I learned 90% of the cover songs that I know today. Yeah. It was, uh, who knows how to play this bass line? Who knows the guitar solo for this kind of thing? Yeah, right. Figured out. So, it's... well, you mentioned his mom's basement. Why don't we, first of all, establish which city each of you is from in Portugal. It's all the same. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a Porto boy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Seriously, the yeah. name, the, I mean, I've been asked Sikora. this yeah. a thousand times, but the, the name is so um, unusual. Uh, what was the process of... Was, of it was the first thing that was said, really. Uh, John brought it up. It, essentially, it's... The intention was to create a fictional character, and we knew that we really liked the sound of having you know a name in lights like James Brown or something. And we got inspired by David Bowie a lot. Um, how he created a fictional character was Ziggy Stardust. Right. Um, but we wanted so we wanted to create a character, but we wanted the one name to kind of represent um, you know our a whole group of people because we were never going to be just one person. We always knew that we were going to be a community. We were going to be a collective of musicians and so we knew we wanted to create 
name of a person. We figured a country is one name for one group of people with it's one voice. It's a cool name. Portugal's a cool yeah, name. Yeah, yeah, it sounds yeah. cool, right? It sounds cool. Do you know how some words are funny? They're just funny. Yeah, totally. And other words are not. They're boring. Okay, yeah. so this is a good. Okay, so that's a good start. So Portugal, <laughs> I get that part. Yeah. The man. Uh, yeah, it's just basically uh, implying that we are not Portuguese. It was just the furthest spot that John could think of from Wasilla, Alaska. For some reason, it was the most exotic place that I could think of at the time. I, just growing up and seeing maps and where we were on the map, and it felt like the other side of the world was. Mm-hmm. When, you look at, when you look at that Mercator projection, you know, that like top-down sort of like three-by-four aspect. Right. Alaska's the end of the world that ends at the ocean, end right. of the unknown, and Portugal is the end of the other world that ends at the ocean. So let's establish, for people who are listening or maybe not familiar, so the, this is a band uh, from Alaska. This is where the three of you uh, grew up, two of you uh, in Wasilla. All three of us. Well, all three, yeah, all three yeah, yeah. Wasilla, Wasilla boys. Yeah. Okay, so Wasilla, now you're thinking where I've heard that name before. Uh, that, oh no! I'm sorry to have to put this on you. I know right. it's happened before. It's 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 the only We're way. We're sorry to have to put that on you. Okay, that's a better way to yeah, look yeah, at yeah, it. Yeah. Yes, because I've because otherwise, I, if I the first time I, in my life when I, whenever that was going to be when I heard the name Wasilla, I was going to like, wow, that sounds cool. And then they tell me about the place and this. Oh man, this sounds beautiful, you know. And then and it is and it is and, that, <laughs> and all of that may be true, but we know Wasilla. We Americans. I mean, I don't mean. Americans, because you're from Alaska, please don't do mm. that Alaskans. the wrong way. <laughs> Since 1959. Yeah. <laughs> but um, but, uh, but uh, Wasilla is the, where uh, 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 Sarah Palin was from, and she was the mayor, is that correct, of Wasilla? City councilwoman, mayor, governor. Mm. And the governor of Alaska. And, uh, and so when John McCain picked her to be his presidential running mate, of course, none of us had ever heard of her. And uh, this was the bio that, that we got. And she famously then said that in Wasilla, she could see Russia from her front porch. And of course, everybody with a camera went there uh, to be near her porch to see what they could see. And it really Turns out. just looked like trees trees, and, and you could hear snowmobiles. And that was, <laughs> yeah. kind, of, that was kind of about it. Very brap, disappointing. Brap. Yes. But, 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 but then, so the next time I hear Wasilla is you guys. And I'm thinking, okay, now we're going to talk to people who really grew up there. And, and you can tell us what life in Wasilla, especially under Mayor, um, I was going to say Mayor Pete, under Mayor Sarah. Well, this doesn't have the same ring to sure. it, does it? No. It's a, yeah. Yeah. a little automatopoeia. <laughs> yeah. Mayor, Mayor Sarah Palin. Um, so just give us just a little bit of Wasilla to the non- Wasilla educated uh, audience. I think you got this. I got this. Uh, picturesque little town. Interesting. Actually, not a pretty town at all. In the prettiest place. But uh, oddly enough, you know, every small town like has one like really adorable little main street that just anywhere USA kind of thing. Wasilla doesn't have that. It's kind of a. It's a. It's not a pretty city, but in a in a in a beautiful place. Sarah Palin. She was fine as our mayor, kind of. We had it out. She does not like me. She loves Eric. We yeah. had we had some oh, we had we some beef later. If you want, that. yeah, we yeah. will. Okay, but but she loves you. <laughs> and can you explain to us? Um, is this a forbidden love, or is this just? Oh a, no, no, she dislikes me. Oh, oh she oh, dislikes yeah, she you. Loves Eric. Yeah, loves yeah, yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, we no, will get I, into that later. I, uh, Why I, does she dislike you? 
I was pretty punk rock growing up, and uh, I got into Paleo um, punk. Yeah, I, uh, basically, I was into skateboarding, and uh, for those of you who have never been to Wasilla, not a ton of pavement. A lot of natural beauty, not a lot of places to skate. Right. So um, we started a committee. I was the president of the committee. My buddy Wes Hubbard, Adam Ryan, and, and some of our parents got together and uh, created a committee to raise money to build a skate park. So we had to go to city council meetings from 14 to 17. I went to city council meetings every week when she was our mayor and just argued with her. And, um, wow. And so, but we got, after about a year, year and a half of arguing, we, we finally got a deal that if we raised a certain amount of money that the city would match it and we'd get a park. And we did super fast. A skateboard park. Yeah. And it's, uh, wow. it's still badass. And uh, um, we, we got it. But basically the deal was like we... The whole community came together. We went to all the all the places that we'd skate their handrails and stairs that always would kick us out. And like, if they sold snow machines or ATVs, uh, we talk them. They'd like, I tell you what, we'll raffle off. Like, you guys can have two to raffle because the community is really tight. Even though they hated us as skateboarders, they were very very cool and they agreed that we needed a place to do it. So the whole community chipped in, washed cars. Our shitty band did a ton of benefit shows, um, bake sales. We raised the money super fast. We had a big old thermometer in City Hall and everything. We raised wow. it super quick, and once we got it, went to the city. We had like $60,000-ish, and um, really fast. And then she told us that it wasn't in the budget anymore. And so we all got pretty bummed. And so then we had to fight her for another couple of years, and we just kept bringing yeah, more, more of my uh, you know, skate <clears throat> friends in, and just, which is pretty funny because I'm sure they were trying to do real city things and deal with that. Uh, why do, why do you things, think that but, she uh, had this attitude about it? Why wouldn't she want people, especially teenagers, to be happy? I mean, I don't know. She fought against too much. It was, I think it was over like baseball fields and another hockey rink and skaters. Second yeah, yeah, second hockey like, rink. And we had like seven or eight baseball fields. It was like, we had plenty of places like to do at that. The time city's got about 1,500 people in it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. And uh, yeah, so, yeah, it was, it was, it was yeah. kind of a bummer. And, and so we, we fought it hard. And I think, you know, it's just skateboarding, it's not, there's a lot of, it, it, it gets frowned upon. I mean, a lot of it's very punk, you know, there's some attitudes and stuff, but I think it's very, very important. I'm guessing people. the thing you heard the most was though, well, the liability insurance. Liability, you know? uh, they're worried about drinking and drug use, graffiti mm. and stuff. But I was like, well, it'll all be happening at one spot. Yeah. Just drive by, right? <laughs> Put in some goddamn lights. I'd rather and, you uh, do it under my roof. Exactly, right? <laughs> be responsible. And so we argued all these points. But eventually, after a very long time, she made good. We got a park. It was the most publicly or most frequented public property mm -hmm. in Wasilla. And I'm super proud of that place. Now, Eric, you say, though, that she has a certain love uh, for you. I wonder how um, short I can make this story. <laughs> wow. How long does this love go on? About, I mean, uh, not, not a long time. Um, she, she cut her teeth as a journalist. Um, she was a Wasilla product, born and bred, went to the same high school that we all went, graduated Wasilla High, uh, went to Boise State, uh, Boise State University and got herself a journalism degree. And... Uh, she came back to Wasilla wanting to report on Alaskan topics. And at that time, in the late 80s and early 90s, my mom was a uh, editor of a local community rag called The Frontiersman, like a little, you know, kind of 
15-page newspaper that was so mostly that, that, the penny saver. And then, you know, mm-hmm. a couple of, like, right. lo- local man grows record-breaking cabbage, you know, okay. news on page 12. So, um, so um, my mom at that time, who's in charge of hiring and, and sort of field reporting, hires Sarah and gives her her first professional job. Oh. I'm seven. She's 24. I was in love with her. Mm. (laughs) we were in love Mm. we had uh like you know it was again it i I know it sounds like a a respectable and glamorous kind of good paying gig but no it's a it's a rag in wasilla so my parents couldn't afford babysitters i lived in the newsroom um and we had this little honor this little honor bar full of like chocolate wafers and uh mrs field's cookies and everything and sarah would hook me up she would, she would take care of me, and she called me Buster Brown. She would ruffle up my hair, and she'd be like, oh, Buster Brown. Um, mm. And then after my mom left and went to a different job, Sarah graciously took her job and then took a <laughs> city council out of nowhere, mayor out of nowhere, governor totally out of nowhere. And, and then uh, the next one real out of nowhere. So I know the nation was surprised by McCain picking Sarah Palin, but none of my family was. Mm. <laughs> we, wow. We saw that coming. Wow, you know, I didn't know where to, where you were going to go with this. Uh, I didn't story. either, honestly. And <laughs> I kept awesome. I kept thinking, you know, which watch list is she on from the you know from the state of still, Alaska? Like, I, I saw her in a parking garage last year, and she she knew exactly who I was. She came up and gave me a hug. Oh you know, well, terrible woman, but uh, warm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> She's. I gotta believe the other people in Wasilla though are just like, please don't bring her up. You know, we we are we have to get known for something else. We're so, working on it. Well, then along comes you guys, right? We had to get that Grammy. <laughs> yeah, you had to, right? And then and, on the other hand, you have us. Yeah, but but you see, but this now people Sorry, feel Wasilla. better. Mm. You know, because this is uh, this this is not only I want I don't want to say the word respectable because. Um, but you, but I wouldn't either. No, yeah, no, no, no offense either. Yeah, no, but you know, I mean, you know, part of what you're supposed to be doing is is fighting the man, yeah, not being the man. So exactly. So uh, let's skip ahead here, um, because we're actually we're I should tell people we're backstage at um, a Bernie rally in Sioux City, Iowa. This is as far west as you can go in Iowa. Um, about a mile away is the state of South Dakota. So pretty close uh, to Nebraska too. And very close to, if you go down to council bluffs here in Iowa, right there, right there across the river or whatever from, um, what is that river that goes through? Is that the Missouri river that goes through here? I'm, Missouri, Ohio. I'm not good at, no, Ohio is the other, the other it's way. A, it's named after a state for sure. Yeah. I think open, it, open up, open up the phone lines. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah yes, I know. Call her eight. Uh, yeah. Whoever's got the correct answer first wins uh, a new Buick. Yeah. yeah. That's, yeah. that's very, very generous. I, yeah. I just started thinking, wow, where are we going to get the new Buick money from? But um, that's the car that they used in Fargo too. Isn't that the dealership? The yes. Buick dealership. Yeah. Steve Buscemi. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, I got to find that Buick. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Um, it's uh God, you, you bring up Fargo now. It's it, it just triggered a, it's a trigger word for me uh, mm-hmm. because uh, I'm so sorry. No, 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 no. But the the, the Coen brothers who made Fargo uh, called me up one day and they were going to make this. This is before they made Fargo, and they called me up and said, uh, "Would you ever be interested in being in a movie, like as an actor?" I said, "Well, I'm not really. I'm not an actor. Well, we think you might be really good for this role. So if you could, I'm going to send you some lines and come in and read." 
And I went in and it was for the William H. Macy role of, of the, yeah, the car dealer guy. Whoa. Yeah. And, uh, and I, I, God, I couldn't believe this. And so, you know, but, but I get there and there's literally in the, uh, audition waiting room, there's eight other guys that basically look like me from the Midwest wearing parkas. I didn't know I was supposed to like dress for the role yeah. when I, when I showed up there, but, uh, so I went and I read and then I get a couple of days later, I get, I said, we want you, we're going to do a callback. And it came down between William H. Macy and me. Wow. To the, as I've been told the story. And, uh, I'm like, I cannot believe this. And I, all I could think of is like, this is, this looks like a great script. Don't ruin it. You need to give William H. Macy the role. You're going to want that undercoating. You're going to want to spring for that undercoating. So anyways, I'm sorry to interrupt our conversation. When you said Fargo, it was just like, well, yeah. but then I, later I thought just that my life would have really changed that I'd been in that movie. So I don't know, but I'm okay now. Ah, yeah. You know, there's therapy for things like this. And, uh, Anyways, we're backstage. We're backstage here. Safe space. Yeah. Safe space. Uh, The Bernie rally uh, is over. You guys have done this for two nights in a row now. Where were we last night? Uh, Uh, We're in Des Moines. We were in, well, we were in Ames. Oh, yeah. Ames. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, just north of Des Moines. Moines. Yeah, yeah. At the uh, Iowa State University. I'll trust you on that. Yes. And so you, you guys came here to perform these two nights. You're not on tour or anything. You're just, you and you live in Portland now. Is that right? And so, first of all, thank you. Uh, for doing that, I don't speak on behalf of the campaign. Believe me, that's the last thing they would want is me speaking on behalf of this uh, campaign. Us yeah, too. Yeah, get my drift. Look, or, look around nervously. Yeah. Really quick. Yeah. <laughs> like, during my speech, they kept like sending notes <laughs> up to the podium. Written on a water bottle that they just yeah. put on the podium. Well, it's like, it's like these Lay notes. off it. <laughs> Stop talking. Oh, there you go. Yeah, there you go. And uh, I'm like, uh, rap. <laughs> You know, I was just, I was off somewhere in that, in that, I, that speech. That's I hope so I didn't good. lose you guys there, yeah. but I was like uh, trying to, and some things I wanted to say about my state, you know. Yeah. We got some things that we want to say about our state. Yeah, yeah. Right. Like right. Because Alaska doesn't have to stay a red state. Alaska hasn't been a red state. Right. Historically, a- Alaska has uh, swung red. You know, but it, it it hasn't always been the case. And when it does go to the other side, it does in dramatic fashion. Um, when we were kids, we're, I don't want to give away our age, but when we were kids in the 90s, um, <laughs> in Bill Clinton's America, we had kind of a, a slick, smooth-talking governor that uh, was compassionate to human rights issues. And um, it votes blue occasionally um, right now. Uh, things being as they are. We've got a, a very red governor that's taking dead aim at the environment. And we suspect mm. dead aim for an end goal of opening up Anwar. Mm. Um, and that's, wow. that's our state and that's our people. And risk the environment to bring that oil down. There. They think there might be oil there. Yeah. <laughs> no one knows. That's yeah. the well, thing. Well, they actually really don't know, do they? They've explored yeah. all of the Arctic. They've got right. these, you know, sensors that, you know, look into the ground. And it's, it's super inconclusive. But this is one of the, the only, actually the only protected American uh, wildlife refuge on the Arctic Ocean. Mm-hmm. And it's, mm-hmm. it's home to so many species that don't exist anywhere else. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I think just going on speculation and having a, having a governor that sort of 
stages up these budget crises when we're one of the most resource-rich states in the nation, if not the most. Uh, it's, it's pretty criminal and pretty ridiculous. that's really how my young life began as a as a tween or a teenager um, because I was just a rebel for kicks and it really was 1966 <laughs> it was it was I started writing these like quasi political poems in sixth and seventh grade and and you know then the next year were the Detroit riots and you know there was a lot going on the Vietnam War and everything and um and and so of course this is this is obviously everybody loves this song everybody's heard it you know on the radio and everywhere else uh, and I forget what's the line in the song where you, then you go to 1986 first of all you guys weren't alive in 1966 am I safe to say that <laughs> no. yeah. yeah yeah okay yeah. very so, alive in 1986 let me, let me just get to the point that I was because I was asking you about the Alaskan politics earlier and what people of my age. And even, and obviously people older than me, because I, again, was just a kid, but I was paying attention to what was going on in the world um, in 6th and 7th and 8th grade. When Lyndon Johnson, the President of the United States, went on TV back in August of uh, 1964 and told the American public that we had just been attacked by the North Vietnamese, that our, our, our one of our Navy ships or whatever had been attacked in the Gulf of Tonkin, and, um, and, you know, we must declare, we have to go to, not declare, but they wanted the authorization to go to war. Similar how to Iraq started all this, you know. Uh, there, we've, we know there's weapons of mass destruction there, and we've got to go, we've got to go to war. Like, the next day, I think, the entire United States Senate voted to send us to Vietnam. 59,000 dead soldiers later, and anywhere, they don't know the exact number, 2 million to 4 million Southeast Asian dead by the end of this fiasco. But there were two senators that stood up and said no. And man, was it the bravest, bravest thing to do. And one of them was the senator from Alaska, Senator Gruning. I didn't know that. Did you know the story? No. I've heard that, but... Yeah. And, and remember now, at that point, okay, so this is 1964, Alaska's only been a state for four, five do you yes. know if it was pre or post earthquake? August oh, would be post. This that would was be post. this would be sixty four. Yeah, sixty four is the big earthquake. But the, no, but the vote was sixty four. So this is August. So I remember this earthquake because yeah, yeah. I remember as a child being frightened yeah. by this footage in Anchorage, literally the earth opening yeah, and these huge crazy. cracks that I think people died. Right, yeah. I mean, people of, went. It yeah. sucked cars and people. So Fifty-one yeah. people died, and they fell. Yeah. I mean, they didn't fall into a crack that was like two feet deep. Ah, but it, no, but, no, but it's crazy even now the difference yeah. between like 
Third Avenue and Second Avenue is like a hundred feet. It's crazy. My and grandma, then, yeah, oh. my grandma roll. She wrote a, a parking meter looking at the newly built J.C. Penney like a mechanical bull because that's. I mean, it was a seven yeah. seven minute. And what month, do you remember what month this was in 1964? Black Friday, whenever that is. Whenever is that, that was after Easter, so April. I see people in the room going to Google. Uh, so we shall have the answer shortly. Black Friday, Facts. Like, yeah. like the shopping that's very sale day after Thanksgiving. Very, so you, were, you, guys, you guys weren't alive I mean, yet. Yeah, it's, it's April. But this is yeah, such a, a moment for Alaskans that you immediately jumped to that. It, it, it must feel, if you are lifetime Alaskans, it has this sort of, not it wasn't the same thing, but a 9-11 quality to it, to where everybody knows where they were and everybody remembers the loss and 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 everybody feared it happened again because we all know it will happen again. And it was aftershocks for a month. Yes, yeah, yeah. It right. Was, it was perpetual. And to, today, my mom lives in a building that was reduced to rubble that got rebuilt. When she was yeah. in the the hotel that you know completely got finished the week that the earthquake uh, happened. Yeah, yeah. Hit the ground and then they rebuilt it with some springs in the foundation. So. Okay, so so the this earthquake happened in March of '64. Okay. The made-up attack. Okay, and maybe I didn't make that clear earlier. That the North Vietnamese never attacked us. We were not attacked in the Gulf of Tonkin. It was it was some general, some admiral, somebody wired something to somebody, and there was some kind of a little you know kerfuffle, but not any kind of uh, attack. And I think we were in their waters. And, um, you know, what are we doing 10,000 miles from home anyways, thinking we can just roll up into somebody else's uh, shore. But, um, uh, but a lie started that war. And it was a senator from Alaska, and the, I believe the other senator was from Oregon, uh, were the only two that said, I don't believe this. And, you know, i got to tell you, 1964, yeah. you didn't say stuff like that totally. about the president of the United States. And... But here's your Senator Gruning, who is, this is just five months after this devastating earthquake. And the last thing I would think if you were an Alaskan politician would be, don't say anything that's going to rock the boat. So Because we need help. We need funding. We need, yeah. you know, we need relief. Yeah. And yet he still stood there on that floor and said, no, I don't believe this. And all the other senators, at least the majority of them, agreed with him. We wouldn't have lost those 59,000 young people. And the Vietnamese wouldn't have lost all of their mm -hmm. people. Civilian populations being bombed, especially by Nixon. Um, some of the largest bombing that's hit, happened in the history of mankind. I think during the Christmas, what's called the Christmas bombing of 1972, it went on for about a week, where we just carpet bombed North Vietnam. Yeah. More bombs dropped during that week than any battle in World War II. Wow. I mean, it was... Firebombing of Dresden, you know, yeah, any no, of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and, they, and the number of people killed, and it's mostly, again, civilian populations. This history really hasn't been written uh, properly, and when it is written, the people responsible won't look good. The person that will look like a hero is the senator from Alaska, and he's still alive. He's a... Uh, he's, uh, yeah, we, we met him... You met a, him. Yeah. yeah, briefly at, at the show. And he's like, I just, I had never heard, I didn't know that story. I, uh, I didn't and he came to your show. Well, it, was a, uh, it wasn't our show. We were, we were there doing a, doing a rally um, against the, the governor now. 
And so, because he's uh, still political, and you know, and, and and he's he ran for president, I think, a couple of times if ago. That, if you're that much of a firebrand, you don't you don't retire no. and just yeah. kind of like hang it up. But that's the like, same. With, right. That's yeah. the same with Bernie, though, yeah, in the exactly. in the sense that, that somebody asked him in Dubuque the other uh, week, um, "Don't you think you're too old to to run?" And 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 he said. Well, here's what's too old, and then he goes through this list of things that we've had to put up with for so long. Yeah. But but he said, but here's the, here's what you get: the difference between me and the kids that are running, I'm running against here in this uh, race, the younger people, younger mm-hmm. than him. Um, they're not all kids. Uh, two of them in their seventies themselves. Um, I just found out that Pete's younger than I am. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> We won't about talk this? about that. Okay, yes. Mayor, <laughs> Mayor, okay, now here's the, I'll see if this tops that. Mayor Pete, yes, is younger uh, than you. Lev Parnas, you know the guy that's... that's Back to Lev, yeah. Lev, let's, Lev let's, and Igor, right? Lev is younger than the entire anyone in the entire cast of Friends. He's wow. younger. He's younger. <laughs> I heard this the other day. Somebody oh saw He's younger than Paul Rudd. What? <laughs> <laughs> what is this? I don't know. It's so weird. And the thing Paul with Mayor Pete is, is that he's Paul the, he's looks the, great. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <Right>? looks great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but Mayor Pete spent, he's the millennial in the race mm-hmm. and he has 2% of the millennial vote. That's that when they do the polls, he's mm-hmm. always like the last, like, like what are millennials trying to tell us about Mayor Pete? But um, you were saying that Alaskan politics are not always all red and you think there is some hope in the future, just like I feel toward Texas. I feel sure. that that will be a blue state sooner than we think. And I think Alaska, just look at Murkowski. You know, she, she's just got to be going crazy in the head over this because she sees it, she knows it, and, and uh, she knows that she's got to do the right thing. And oftentimes she doesn't do it because I think she's just afraid. Of course. Yeah, she's, she's mired by— senator. She's mired by history, and I, I think Lisa's a, a, a compassionate person, and she's a big-picture person. And she's shown that she's, you know, open to dialogue and discussion. And I think that's the only way that it starts. You know, I think we've had a lot of career politicians in Alaska that have stuck around Ted Stevens International Airport. Yep, totally. You know, um, but it's... He's it's, the bridge to nowhere. He's the internet is a yeah. series of tubes. Oh, internet is a series yeah. of tubes. <laughs> was the bridge to nowhere? Bridge to nowhere was... Bridge to nowhere was... Uh, was it Lisa's father? I, th- I thought that was Ron Young. Or Don, Don Young. Young. Yeah. Oh, Don, yes. Was it Don Young? Yeah, I think it was Don I think so. You, you do We've not. We've had some wild ones. No, you have to admit that the politicians you've produced could be a running a running comedy series. It's like The Office, yeah. but yeah, right. so sad. Uh, so so why, how did you guys get turned on to getting behind Bernie here? What, is, what happened here? Uh, He's punk rock, man. He's he, punk rock. He's punk yeah. rock, and yeah, looking at politics at home, getting all screwy. Being informed by the bigger picture, you know, I think there's a domino effect with all that kind of stuff, and uh, I think Lisa Murkowski is a great argument. I think bringing it back to a place of compassion is uh, just being able to have conversations is where we need to be, and where we're definitely not. What do you think about this? Just thinking. In a hush falls over the room. I know it got really quiet in here. I don't, yeah. My campaign is going to be run. (laughs) I don't like politicians. I like activists. That's why I like Bernie. I like the stuff that he's done. I like that he's stayed consistent. He's out there fighting. And and that's what 
you know, it's being last, like John always talks about, you know, it's like, we've never, like, I'm new to politics. I, I, I'm from Alaska, I never cared. I was pretty much an anarchist until recent years where I was like, oh God, you can't, you, you have to do something mm-hmm. now. I've just always wanted to care for my neighbor and care for people that I don't know. And that's where, that's where the connection is. Because in Alaska, you just help each other out. If, you know, John always talks about if you're driving down the road, you just like, you see somebody on the side of the road, you stop. Yes, right. if they're all right. right. It's all about just asking a question, making a choice. You don't check the bumper stickers. You don't do any of that. No, kind of man. Stuff. It's like, like it's, it's like, automatic. It's like, dude, you work hard and you stick up for your community and the and check in on the house next to you, or you'll die. And so, and that's what's going on here. And, uh, and voting that, for Bernie is the way maybe to prevent that. Exactly, and and you got to um, you got to get you got to get. Uh, I don't know, you can just tell that he cares. And, and what it is, is it's about fighting for things that you don't need. Like, you mm. know, I don't, like, I happened to, somehow, I got lucky and we had a hit. And, like, so this is, I've been, I've been we've been very, very poor, and, and, but we've been mm. artists, and we've, but we've had the privilege to be able to choose that. And we've, you know, taken that, we've, we've lived in vans, and we've, we've sure. done this, this thing forever. But you know, the idea of wealth back home in Alaska. Yeah. I mean, it's basically, I have two jackets and you have none. You can have one of my jackets. Exactly. You know, it's it, it is about helping each other out, and it's not about beliefs or mm. anything. It's yeah. just help totally. out help out your parents, help out your friends, help yeah. out yeah the person on the side of the road. Whoever needs it. It's and a it's a food cash society. You know, like yeah. that's that's how Alaska became what it is. It's like, well, I'm overflowing, and I noticed that the Johnsons down the road are a little right. short on fish right now. Yeah. So Bernie, he won the Alaskan primary uh, in 2016. Mm-hmm. Did he? Um, we were we were talking about because you said four out of the five states that touched the Pacific. Yeah. Carried right. Bernie. Who was the fifth? Right. Um, at the at the time, um, it was Hawaii, Alaska, California, Oregon, and Washington, mm-hmm. and um, I don't know. There's, well, he's from the campaign. He can maybe mm-hmm. tell Caleb. Yeah. Oh, we were supposed to give you a shout out in this podcast yeah. too, weren't we? Oh, You're amazing. Right. And now we got a question to ask. Yeah, Bernie, for he's the greatest he's ever. Done. Bernie won the Alaskan <laughs> primary, right? Yeah. Yeah, maybe, maybe I'm wrong. Oh. You know? What if it's five out of five? Wow. You know, it's a lot. It just struck me. I don't know why I'm, I'm weird about this sort of thing, but I was like, God, if you touch the Pacific Ocean, you voted for Bernie. If you touch Canada, you voted for Bernie. Uh, and he won, he won the Alaska caucuses. Yeah, it was a caucus. Because I'll tell you how I know this. Uh, for some reason, it was on a Saturday, and um, I just was flipping through the TV, and I came across C-SPAN, mm-hmm. and they're live all day in Alaska at the caucuses. And I'm going, well, that's interesting. Yeah. When is Alaska ever on TV so all like day nationwide? Yeah. Live. Yeah. Right. And it was really interesting because they let the cameras in there. And so you could see the caucus and you see Alaskans talking to each other. And, you know, there's, there's parts of Michigan that look, it's you know, the upper oh, peninsula. Totally. It's exactly the same, the same clothes, the, the, the same everything, people eating inside yeah, the dude. caucus, you know, like Beer, somebody brings hockey, kibasa, like, yeah, yeah, totally, yeah, there, yeah. like, yeah. and I just thought, wow, this looks like a cool place to do politics because I'm guessing like well, what you just said, you're not thinking about that person you're giving your jacket to, whether it's a Democrat or a Republican and people don't define themselves. Nobody walks around saying, oh, I'm a Democrat mm. or oh, I'm a Republican. 
You know, I would think that people in Alaska vote for the person and decide. I 100% agree with that. Right? And and sometimes they make a mistake and sometimes it's the wrong person. Uh, Sometimes their choice is kind of like the crazy people you mentioned earlier. (laughs) There's a crazy choice in front of me here. Um, But in the end, I don't know. It just, it's, um, it's always impressed me as the kind of place, you know, a lot of us have this dream of living there someday because it just everything about it feels good from the air you're going to breathe to uh the people you're going to be with um it just and 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 i i i have been there it's not one of my three states i haven't been to i've actually been to uh, alaska what are the other three uh the other well well um, in about in about an hour it'll be two south dakota north dakota and wyoming wow that's my those are my last uh three states but I'll I'll tell you if you've have you been to Iceland? Have you guys played no, Iceland yet? I haven't been to Iceland yet. It's gonna feel like your home, and you don't have to worry about the language because they speak like per, better English better than we speak. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but it's it really is that sort of ethos that you were describing here about Alaska. So um, I would encourage you to to go there. Wow. Plus, I think they love your music too. It's very you know, I like they, their music. Huh? I like their music. Absolutely. Yes, Icelandic music <laughs> I mean, is that, that or will die kind of mentality. That's that's not ghoulish overkill. That's literally something that my mom would say to us when we were packing up the car. My dad's family lived in Fairbanks, a couple hundred miles across the middle mm-hmm. of the state. Like it's Christmas. Yeah, we lost the coin toss, so we got to go up there, <laughs> and uh, we have to make sure that we have gas, heaters, electric blankets, all that kind of stuff, mm-hmm. or we'll die. Mm-hmm. That raises a very particular kind of person. Right. It's a specific mentality. Try to explain that to people, too, because I think I've had that feeling just I've only done this once driving across Death Valley in California. Oh, yeah. It's like it You'll starts die. to hit you yeah. like, holy shit, where are the humans? Yeah. Where there's no gas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's no Mickey D's. There's yeah. like nothing yeah. here. And it's 120 degrees. Yeah. But I'm in California. You keep saying to yourself, I'm in California. Come on. Yeah. yeah. And then another 20 or 30 miles goes by and you're going, and there's a weird, I don't know what that is, that thing where you're, if you are, don't like heights and you're up too sure. high. Vertigo or yeah. any Yeah, so you're driving to Fairbanks, Alaska. you got to think that out or it could fuck you up. Well, Death Valley and Fairbanks, either way, your zip code starts with a nine. That's how small this very big country is. Right. <laughs> like we're, all, right. we're all kind of fighting, yeah. fighting on the, the same The whole front. West Coast is, begins with a nine, including mm-hmm. Alaska. Mm-hmm. What it about is, Hawaii? Are they nine also? I think they're nines. I think I they're, they like a, they're, they're like a nine. Because there's no ten. They're like a nine-two <laughs> or something. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> some dude from Hawaii Hawaii's is going to be like, 10. hey. <laughs> yeah. It's just ten. Yeah. Zero, 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 zero. Um, no, it's What great. do you want to do? You say you had this hit, so, but yeah, you've had obviously more than that. And so now, you know, you're in this, you're not in the spot. Uh, you've lived without healthcare in the past. Uh, you know, you've uh, maybe wanted things that you couldn't afford uh, to have. And now, so you've had this success and it, you know, I guess I'm, I'm asking this cause I have the same thing. I mean, I, I have a high school education. I wasn't supposed to really do much of anything other than just be happy. Yeah. And, um, and then this comes along and you know, what, what do you, what do you, you, I guess you have to, we all have to have that internal discussion about what am I going to do about this? Because it's not right on some level yeah. that I have this and so many millions of people don't have it. Yeah. 
So how do I go about sharing that? You do what you do. You make movies that in, inform people. I think it's all about connection and storytelling. I think the entire world is just a, you know, it's just a collection of stories. And Each of your songs are that. Exactly. Each every every you, movie, every photograph, yeah. every, every word, that's where language comes from. It's all a way to just connect with one other person. And so that's where it starts. And that's what was really interesting. We got to go around... Like I said, I'm, I'm fairly new to politics in general. We got to go around to some of the local offices and talk to people that are out like canvassing for the, for the caucus and knocking on doors. Okay, but I just want to disagree with something you mm -hmm. said about yourself. Mm -hmm. um, uh, and we don't know each other, you mm -hmm. know, personally or whatever. But um, at, the be at the beginning of this, one of our mm -hmm. first discussions were how at the age of 14. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's true. You yeah. fought City Hall. That um, was by accident. I didn't know what I was yeah, doing. No, I was just listening to the dead then, Kennedys yes, rage against the machine. machine. <laughs> I was raging against the machine that I had no idea what it was. Right. The machine actually was. Right. Which, again, now we go to what I just played a little earlier. Yeah, I was yeah. a rebel for kicks. Yeah, totally. I mean, It's coming back around, yeah. You understand. I, mean, I don't mean to be drawing the... No, this, that, uh, no, that's true. This analysis for you guys, but... Well, no, but I should but also I, say, I'm a goddamn liar. I haven't told the truth in weeks. And... Uh, <laughs> Just it's also been multiple times where I'm just like looking over and I'm like, yo, that's Michael Moore. Like, oh, we right. should be asking him that question. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't want to. mean right now? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, in general, like throughout this entire interview, it's great. Um, yeah. But, <laughs> yeah. Um, the. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, you can each, each ask me a question before we're done. Okay? Uh, yeah, but, that's uh, fine. But no, but I'm just, but I think, see, I think this is how the country is going to change and it is changing because people don't sign up to be political. They don't get involved in politics, you know, by, there's not some method or some timeline they have to follow. I think most people had their first political experience, as you say in the song, for kicks. But in other words, for kicks means that, that you just decide one day, fuck it. Yeah. I'm going to do this. Fuck it. Exactly. I want a skateboard park. Yeah. You're 14 years old, and somehow you think, somewhere in your being, you think you can make this happen when you're just a kid. And, and I, as more and more Americans feel like, like Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, I'm a bartender. Yeah. And one day the light bulb goes off and she says, yeah, I'm a bartender, but I could also be a member of the United States Congress. Mm -hmm. Wouldn't you have loved to have been inside her head when she made that leap and that actually believed it? So she, she tells the story. She calls up the Democratic Party in New York. And, um, yeah, I'm thinking I'd like to run for uh, 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 Congress. Um, do I need to sign up somewhere? What do I need to do? And they tell her, as she said in the speech here, um, well, um, do you believe you can raise $300,000 from friends and family and associates? And she just laughed. I mean, she's, she's living on tips. Yeah. And they, they just hung up on her. It was just like, okay, you know. I'm sure they tell how many people this. Yeah. Don't even think about it. Don't even bother. And at 14, something made you bother. And you are not a political person, and yet you are. People say to me, you know, I don't want to get involved in politics. I don't like politics. I'm not interested in it. And I always say to them, well, you know what? Politics is interested in you. Mm -hmm. It's interested in your money. It's interested in taking it from you. It's interested in your life and taking your life from you if necessary. Drafting you into a war that has no purpose. Um, politics is very, very interested in you. Oh, absolutely. And the quicker we all wise up to that and, 
and say, oh, okay, then I'm ready for the fight. That's the punk rock thing that you like about Bernie, obviously. Yeah, that, totally. that exactly. At this age, he is on fire. We can't keep up with him on this tour. We're doing a 12-day tour of Iowa. And it's like, how the does he do this? Tired. Dude is turbocharged. Yeah, what yeah, is that yeah, in yeah, him? Yeah, I, like it, right? yeah, I looked at his schedule while we were talking about our promo tours. Like, I mean, this is more hectic than the promo tours we did. And yeah. we were, we're still exhausted. Like, we're yeah. still wiped out. He's doing stuff all day long. Yeah. He's traveling. He's speaking. Have you had a chance to talk to him much uh, backstage or before? Yeah. Yeah. A couple of little pastures. <clears throat> like, yeah. I, I got a real good one-on-one handshake earlier. It was fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, he's, he's, he's relentless and he's putting the pressure on. And uh, yesterday in Ames, there was an uh, overflow in the gym in the community center that we were playing. And he jumped up on a sub stage and did 30 minutes there because they were there to see him. Right. And that's that's right. what it is. You did too, right? Yeah, I did it. Yeah. I did it. Yeah. That's how you do it. I mean, more like Zach's experience, the, the Sarah Palin experience. We weren't political. Like they, they just wanted to skate park build. And I think the thing that we saw in Palin was she thought this was a get these kids out of here situation. Like, yeah, go raise seventy grand and I'll build you a skate park. She didn't expect she didn't know that her own community would be pitching in for this. Right. She didn't realize that the, the same Honda dealership that was kicking us out of the parking lot was going to donate ATVs and snowmobiles and helping us raise this money. Like she, she didn't understand the people that she was supposed to be the mayor of. She was supposed mm. to be representing these people. And that's, I mean, that's yeah. what I like about Bernie. Like he's out here talking to the people. He's, he's, he cares about people. Sarah had no idea what her community was about and what her community wanted. Hmm. So what do you hope will happen here in this year of 2020? Mm. What, do you, what, what do you think? Um, Changes. Yeah. I'm I'm ready for it, man. I think I'm excited for. I there's a good feeling. Honestly, I mean, things are there's not a good feeling right now. There's a lot of bad feelings. Yeah. But a lot of times, like that's sadly that's what it takes. After after a tragedy like the Alaskan earthquake, like after 9/11, after things like that, people bond together and they fix shit. And I think that people are they don't like the way that the rest of the world looks at us right now. And in this day and age, you can see it where you couldn't before if you didn't travel. We've traveled a lot, so it's, it's right. really interesting going right. to different places. And we go to Europe when, when Bush is in town. Then we go to Europe when Obama's in town. Then we, like, you know, we see, and then same with Trump, we see the looks that we get when you know, they, people hear an American accent. And yeah, we, we feel it. We're in the kebab shop yeah. just walking by. Yeah, totally. Like, who are you voting for? Yeah, they'll, they'll just shout across at you, yeah. and it's it's not people that are there to benefit off of mm. a Democrat being in power or a Republican right. being in yeah. power. Like they just they care. Just want they care good about person. what we're doing it's, in the world. Yeah, it's concern on a global on a global scale, and patriotism is a little problematic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right, right, absolutely. Um, well, I really want to thank you uh, for coming on my podcast. Um, uh, we're oh, all are tired. We doing a podcast this whole time. Yeah, this is this is actually a real podcast, um, and um, it. Um, I've been talking to people across the state here, and I've. Um, uh, but I believe you're the first. This is the first band. I'm only do. This is only like my fifth or sixth week of doing this. Am I right? Is the first. Uh, 
Chris All right. Band. First, any music, if you don't count Tim Robbins playing music in uh, Bob Roberts. Um, but other than that, we had De Niro on, and, and he did not sing. I'm just saying. De Niro's been so killer through this whole process, hasn't he? Oh, my yeah. God. He's been on there. He's been awesome. He's the Oracle. Yeah. He's, He's a, he's a bully. He doesn't do his homework. He doesn't care. Like, yeah. <laughs> like all of his poll quotes are up there. Oh, yeah, my God. So yeah, good. those are the ones that are the PG-13. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. 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 Well, oh, yeah. I'd love to hear him just in the back room. Yeah, <laughs> well, 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 that's NC kind of what it was. Like, yeah. I did like an hour and ten minutes with him. You can check it out. It's yeah, like episode I number will. four. Killer. But um, there's one thing I want to correct before, uh, before we turn the mic, uh, mics off. And, and don't think less of me. Um, you know, cause I, I, I heard all your compliments and, and everything, and I don't have a device in front of me. So nobody has fed me anything here, mm-hmm. but I do have a brain that was trained by nuns and Jesuits. And, uh, even though it's late at night, uh, it clicked in about 10, 15 minutes ago that Gruning was the Senator from Oregon mm. and the Senator who voted against the Vietnam war, the, the other, the one of the two senators was the Alaskan Senator and his name was Mike Gravel. That's right, Ravel. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, right. that's right. I was, what I was wondering. I was going to correct you, but I was like, you probably know better than I do. <laughs> For sure. In the I'm moment I did, because I'm yeah, so yeah. wasted. And you brought me a beer. Yeah. Okay? I got you a tall boy. I, my friend, I got a couple of friends sitting in the room here. They can tell you how many of these a year I drink. Uh, anybody want to guess? Uh, Shit ton. Three. Oh, <laughs> three. Uh, yeah, three would be, I would say maybe two beers and four White Russians. <laughs> All right. That's the total Kahlua and cream on the rocks. Oh, yeah. That's, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's a Caucasian. Yeah, that's, yeah. Yes, right. That's a Caucasian. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. So, <clears throat> so <clears throat> we all did have a little um, a beer here before we uh, started. Were you so, talking about the Gulf of Tonkin Resolution? Mm-hmm. Wayne Morse, Oregon, and Ernest Grunick, Alaska. No. Okay. No, that can't. My brain is so fried right now. So I was right. You were right. Then I corrected myself that I was wrong. I'm so glad I didn't correct you. Yeah, (laughs) I'm sure he's got a street name. But what what did what did did Mike Ravel do? He did something huge. He did. He did. Related to Watergate. What Pentagon Papers? What was it? What was was it? Was he a pipeline guy? This is Donald, our, our sound engineer, is now weighing in on this. But it had something to do with the Pentagon Papers. There was a Spielberg film about this, like a year yeah, or two ago, called The Post. The huh? Uh, I put the he put the Pentagon Papers into the public record. Oh, mm. yeah, was great too, because he was risking some kind of arrest. These are classified documents, and they figured the only way they were going to get them in the public record because no paper could print them according to a court order at the time. So Gravel takes to the floor. Okay, so now this is now this is this is the senator. This is so there's Gruning and there's Gravel, and and Gruning uh, Gravel starts reading these classified documents of the truth wow. of how we really got into Vietnam and how we were lied to, risking arrest, doing this. I remember this. It was just like Dang. it was wow, like a one-two punch out of Alaska. First, Gruning votes against the Gulf of Tonkin resolution that started the Vietnam War. And then, boom, in comes Gravel some, maybe... He came in 68, so he succeeded. Oh, wow. So, so he succeeded Gruning, and so, and then he did this Pentagon Papers thing in 71. Wow. Well, 
Well, that's what the Ala- pe- that's what Alaska should be. We're not a complacency state. We're the new kids. Yeah. And, and you're not going and along like, to go along. What? And the people <laughs> yeah. like the people that first went up there, like yeah. they didn't like. Also, they weren't about like playing along. We were like, a state yeah. for five years, and our state got destroyed by an earthquake. Yeah, yeah. all bets are off at that. Yeah, point. totally. Come on, man. Murkowski. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And Wayne Morse, just to put a plug yeah. in for the senator from Oregon, who was the other yeah. vote against the Vietnam War, he went on to do other great things, too, to expose what the CIA had been doing to encourage um, uh, uh, releasing the truth about J. Edgar Hoover and the FBI and wow. how they spied on Martin Luther King. And Morse was and Morse was a Republican. You know, these, these were, uh, you know, they just... In the way that you wish right now, there'd be more Republicans that were just so sick and tired of the whole thing. Just and just a moral com- compass. Yes, yeah. have a moral compass. Because they do have a conscience. They're human beings. They have a conscience. It's, it's that rare human that is so, if there only were like a shrink in the room that could explain this mm-hmm. better than I can. But basically, you know, maybe Hitler didn't have a conscience. <laughs> yeah, can yeah. We, get, can right. we get my therapist in here? Really? <laughs> is your therapist out in the hallway right now? Yeah, we bring one on tour. <laughs> the guy from the campaign. Is yeah, he any yeah, good yeah. At, at this? Uh, no, my guy's in Ballard up in Seattle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's the best as ever. Best to do it. Yeah. Caleb, well, what's up with that? What's up with what? I don't know. <laughs> We've got a lot of people weighing in on this podcast, but hey, listen, I just I, I really wanted to thank you for coming on Rumble, uh, being the first band. Uh, on my on my podcast, uh, so there, there will, you know, we're gonna. I'm gonna get a picture of you too before we go, and because uh, we have a wall on our on our back home in the studio right. of all the different people that have done this podcast. We usually do it with a Polaroid, but I don't think we brought it with us on this uh, trip. But um, but we'll we'll He's get got a Hasselblad. Yeah, I got some, oh, I got plenty wow. of film over there. That's, That's kind of cool stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah, all right, yeah. <laughs> top down and everything. But um, <laughs> please do more. Uh, you know, your music is great and, and, uh, um, you've got more to give us, right? I mean, we're not, we're oh, yeah, we're yeah. trying, yeah, no pressure. Sit. Just, yeah, 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 we got this. Sure, Michael. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, if the response to that is any indication, again, like I said, you had a variety of musical tastes and interests in this crowd that we had here tonight and they were thrilled with your performance and what you gave them. And, um, and I'm sure very grateful for you making the trip here uh, to Iowa uh, uh, to stand up and support the person that you support for our next president. Well, so we're doing it for them too. It's like, everybody's here for Bernie. That's what we've been saying this whole time. It's like all the people that are supporting Bernie and they're doing that in hopes that he gets elected and he will help support them. So yeah. everything goes in a circle. So we're supporting those people that are out pounding the pavement that are, you know, yeah the caucus to people that are like that are standing up for what they believe in so we're here for them okay and alaskans don't forget you've got a cost a caucus coming up here get on it uh, sometime this spring look up the location and make us proud look up the location look up the date and um and study the issues and you know even if you're not for, we don't if you're not for bernie i'd rather you it's more important to me that you stand up and, and make it take a stand for what you believe in than staying home yeah. um so so whoever you support, come on out and support that candidate. And I'm going to be watching on C-SPAN Live with as you drink your beer and eat your kielbasa while you caucus. Let's fly uh, and I encourage it. other people, find out when Alaskan Caucus Day is. It doesn't look like anything yeah. else in the uh, in the lower 48. So <laughs> It's our fashion week. Yes. <laughs> driving up. Thank you. Uh, this is Portugal the Man. 
Uh, it's the band, and um, and we're so honored and happy to have you here uh, tonight. And uh, I wish you well. Yeah, it's an honor. Thank you. Since 1966, man, I'll be over tonight, but I feel it still.